Welcome to Revenue Jam, powered by Sales Assembly. With monthly live sessions, interviews with our executive team, and exclusive conversations with revenue leaders across B2B tech, this podcast is guaranteed to help you close the skill gaps across your entire go-to-market team. If you're looking for weekly, relevant, and timely content like this, go ahead and subscribe. Let's get into this episode. Hey, everybody. Jeff Rossett, CEO of Sales Assembly, back with another episode of Fireside Fridays. I'm joined by a good friend and longtime colleague, Michelle Vu, a sales leader over at one of the, the best and most reputable B2B technology companies in the world, and especially within my hometown of Chicago. So, Michelle, thank you for joining me. Welcome. Thanks, Jeff. Wow, that was a good, good lead-in. I got to give my, my friends over at G2 the love, you know? Uh, <laughs> So, so give everyone a quick, uh, quick intro on you and uh, and your role at G two and and a little bit about G two if folks aren't familiar. Yeah, so I lead our commercial and our mid market segment for both sales and CS. I have been at G two for about five and a half years. I think I met you. May, sales assembly might have been two or three months old. So I have been I've enjoyed watching the growth and we love partnering with you. But in general, for those that don't know G2, G2 is where you go for software. We are the largest B2B software review site. So if you, all, I'm sure all of the listeners have some type of software that they use. It's important to understand if it's going to make sense for your business. So going to G2.com is going to let you have that really good understanding of what's going to be best fit for what you're looking for. Awesome. Okay. Well, thanks for joining me. And I'm excited for you. I know you've been at G2 for a while in some various roles, and now you're one of the folks leading the revenue organization. So I'm excited to dig into a few things with you. I wanted to start by asking you about culture. And the reason why this one is interesting as I'm talking to you is because G2, you know, a pretty well-respected brand throughout B2B tech. And I think one of the reasons why is for Godard all the way down, you guys have built such an amazing culture and people even when they leave and they go on to different roles and different companies, always speak very highly of the people that they worked with and their time there and the things that they've learned. Um, and you just never hear like bad things. You never hear negative sentiment. And I think it speaks a lot to just the culture and the internal brand that you all have been able to build. So I'd love for you to share a little bit about how you personally and then G2 overall views that and goes about building like a really high-performing collaborative culture that we've all come to know about G2. Yeah, happy to. I'll start with G2 as a whole. We we have our peak values, performance, entrepreneurship, kindness, and authenticity. And everything we do is based on that. And even when we're working with everybody in the company has our peak PDP, so performance plan, what we want to do to get to our next role to get to our peak. And it's a conversation we're having all the time on getting you to the next level of where you want to go. And so the investment in everyone is pretty high to develop and get the skills that you want to continue your career journey. And then personally on my side, I've always believed that you can't create a culture. It's really what you can do to build a foundation for the culture to naturally happen in in the way that you, of course, want that positive and collaborative culture. I'll say at G2, the collaboration is incredibly high. And I really think we try to break down the barriers and it's not competition. It's, hey, as a team, let's talk about 
I have this scenario, let's game plan. And we really truly do in that team environment. It's one of those that we will always help each other. And that goes a really, really long way. And, and I do feel like why that's successful is something that I'm a big believer in, and you might've heard me talk about, but starting with the why, Simon Sinek is go to his TED talk, if you don't wanna read the book, but super passionate about that because we all do this for a reason. It's not like we're just working to work. We're working for a reason. And so I like to run why sessions with the team. So everybody shares, makes an old school vision board and talks about personal goals and professional goals so that, hey, I know you're trying to pay off your student loans. I know you're trying to book a trip to Italy and we're in it. And, and so that's really, to me, the, the foundation of just creating that and being open. And then as a leader leading from the front and sharing your why and sharing your personal goals and saying, hey, I was able to get this accomplished. And again, leading from the front and not just telling what to do. Yeah. So we all know how fast paced and high anxiety and pressure filled a revenue culture is, especially within like a venture backed SaaS company or any sales organization in general. But like, there's a lot of pressure, there's goals. Like, how do you as a leader balance pushing and staying focused on numbers and results and KPIs while also being thoughtful enough as the leader to incorporate? the why that your team has expressed to you. And it's like, this is why I work at G2. This is why I'm working so hard. And I think a lot of people could sometimes struggle in a sales leadership role because they got their boss breathing down their neck about the quarterly results and the numbers. And yet they want to provide that atmosphere where they're supporting kind of the desires and the goals of their people that aren't necessarily just tied to the performance of the business. Yeah, it's a hard balance. I would just say that you never want your team to not understand what their KPIs and their metrics are. It's more of you tell them, this is it. These are the amount of emails. This is the pipeline creation. This is what you need to be hitting. That's just is what it is. I'm going to help you get there. And for us to do that together, we need to be in it. And the why comes after, but you're right. It is a hard balance. When I look at my leadership style, I want that genuine connection and understanding behind why they're doing it so that I can help motivate. I can't create a motivation. I can't create a positive attitude, but the numbers do need to get hit, set that expectation, and then back into like how you're going to get there. Yeah. When does this exercise happen? Like when you have a new member of your team or one of your sales managers has a new rep that starts at the company, like at what point do you incorporate this exercise or, or this conversation? You know, one-on-one talking about like, how you like to be recognized, how you want one-on-ones in the morning or in the afternoon, really trying to customize what is going to help the one-on-one relationship. But we do normally do it at the beginning of the half of do the whys and the vision boards at the beginning of the year. And then at the, the half, we'll do a check-in, get the vision boards going. And we talk about, okay, this is where I'm at to my goal. Oh, wait, I forgot about this. I'm going to try to redirect so that I can get this done by the end of the year. But yeah, try to do it at the beginning of the year and mid-year. And then I mentioned the peak development plans too. Those get weaved in. We talk quarterly there. So it all kind of goes together. Got it. I love it. And I love how you guys have like a real framework for it. And you have a name. You can tell that it's like woven into to the culture and then driven forward by leaders like you and the others at the company. So that's great. 
So talking about leadership, I know that you've had like a really great journey. You started as like a BDR back in the day, right? And you kind of worked your way up to sales manager and director and now, you know, VP at, you know, one of the fastest growing tech companies out there. So kind of give, give an idea, like if you were talking to, you know, the Michelle of, you know, 2010 or somebody that's just starting at G2 as a BDR and they say, you know what, in, in seven to 10 years, I want to be in your shoes. What are some of the things that, that you would focus on or that you would advise as to what are the biggest stepping stones? What are the biggest aspects in career development for somebody that wants to really get in and thrive in a leadership role? Yeah. Well, I will be clear. When I was a BDR, what that meant was I went to 45 businesses a day and sold office supplies. <laughs> so like that's hardcore. That's like <laughs> legit cold calling, like in the cold, knocking on doors. I, I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. The original. I don't have like the, I never had, when I was a AE, we didn't have a BDR, we didn't have a CSM. So I did have to do it all in the tech world, but yes, I was a BDR, a literal BDR, just like knocking on doors, trying to sell reams of paper, best experience in my life. But to answer your question, I think first I would say sales isn't for everyone and it's okay if it's not for you. I'm sure everybody listening, if they're in revenue, they understand that it is never going to be an even keel scenario because nothing is guaranteed. There are going to be changes. I mean, the economy, job changes, product changes. There's so many things that are happening. And if the instability, I guess I would use the word for, of your time, your day, your paycheck, all of that doesn't work for you, then that's cool. But you know, I love it myself. I think I've had a quota since I was 15, 16. I just happened to have jobs that had something like, like that associated when you're hungry and you want that. I, I would say, know what, know what fills your cup in a sense. Try to have that glass half full mentality versus the half empty mentality. It's like, how do you perform when you're in your peak to use my peak verbiage or mm -hmm. how you feel when you're in your valleys. And if you only focus on the valleys, you're never going to get out of the slumps that you're going to hit. You can't hit every single month in your whole entire sales professional career. So you need to know how to get yourself out and talk to your peers, talk to your managers, share that so that you can be as even keel with like your motivators. And when you just need to go on a walk, go on a run, listen to a podcast just to try to clear your mind a little bit. Yeah, I kind of interpret that as like a combination of resiliency, but then also just like self-awareness and you have to be self-aware enough to understand, okay, I'm in a slump or I'm not where I need to be and then have the resiliency to push through it, but do it in the right way. Cause I think like everybody, like I know personally, like I try to kind of keep that mindset and there's times when things are just not going my way and I'm ready to put my head through a wall or something. And you just got to reel it back in because things are never as bad as, as you make them out to be in your mind. And they're probably not as good either on the high end, but you just got to, like you said, keep that even keel and just stay focused on where you're trying to go. I think that's probably the best advice out of all of it. Yeah. And I'm not trying to sound like sales is doom and gloom at all. <laughs> I mean, the wins are amazing. I always talk about my warm fuzzy file, not as relevant maybe because you have to screenshot stuff nowadays of, oh, a shout out that you might've had in your group email or whatever, but those are what we live for. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes we get the no and it's how you react to the no and learn from the no that's going to move you forward in your career. What is a warm and fuzzy file? <laughs> I didn't coin it. I think it was one of my coworkers in my last company, but it's a me file. So you just put anytime there is some type of positive shout out recognition, put it in 
your whatever email you use, just screenshot it, put it in there. And when you get a no, go back to it and just hype yourself back up. That's really what it is. It's like a hype folder. Got it. Okay. I love it. That's a physical good. one. Like if you're like a, a notepad paper person, print those out and just have them hang them up, you know? Yeah. I just, I just go into the mirror and just do positive affirmations like Stuart Smalley back in the day on Saturday Night Live and just like, I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. I can get back out there and I'm rare to go. That's there it is. my warm and fuzzy. Awesome. Well, this is great. I know that there's so many people out there that are looking to get into leadership and it's not always easy. And there's no clear game plan. There's no clear step-by-step. -step, here's how you do it. It's different for everybody and there's no direct path. And so hearing advice like that, I think for people that are looking to get into leadership that are in some sort of maybe IC role or whatnot, it's just, it's collecting wisdom from a lot of different people and creating your own path because there is no, here's the playbook, here's how you do it. It just doesn't really exist. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't. And also, you know, I look at my path, I was an IC went into leadership. And then when I moved companies, I wanted to go back into being an IC to just gain more experience. And I've been leading ever since. But the one thing I talked to the reps I work with too about is when you know you're ready is when you're truly ready to make your time about your people and not about like you and your calendar. The freedom of it, not saying that they're tied down, but it really is when you're a leader, you are for your people. You are all about their development, and their success and moving forward that way. And it's always, it's not, like you said, being successful in sales isn't always going into leadership at all. Mm -hmm. there, are, there are career sales professionals that are incredibly successful, but it's about what you really love, what you're doing in your daytime. Like if you're an IC and you're mentoring tons and you're getting all the joy out of that, maybe that is a better route versus the strategy, the hunt, getting the deals. I mean, I still love those, but there's never going to be a perfect time or the perfect path. Like you said. Yeah, I agree. Couldn't, couldn't agree more. This is great. We're running short on time. I just wanted to fire a couple of like quick personal questions at you, if you don't mind. Yeah, let's go. So like when we were kind of chatting before we hit record, you'd mentioned to me that, that you and your family are going to be spending a month out in Colorado, which is totally awesome coming up here at the end of the summer. Uh, what are you looking forward to most about the beautiful state of Colorado? Is there a place that you guys are going, a specific restaurant that you've been recommended to that you can't wait to visit? Like, what's up? <laughs> well, I mean, as you might know, having having two kids, it's the little things in life. So quite frankly, I just, I hope I can have like a morning sitting outside, drinking some tea with the mountain air. That's, I just want that with some quiet. So I'm hopeful that I, I can get that. Okay. Yeah. Spoken like a true parent. I just want quiet. just nobody talk to me for like nine minutes and I'm, and I'm yeah. Good. I mean, I'll take five even whatever it is. <laughs> I love my kids. They're amazing, but there's just something about a little bit of, of the time. But. Yeah. And speaking of being a parent with two little kids, what was the last movie that you saw in a movie theater? And when was it? Do you even remember when that might have been? Well, it's funny you ask that because. My husband's birthday is tomorrow and I am taking him to Mission Impossible. And I have not been to a movie theater since 2018 when I took him to the Rock movie that was like about a big building that was falling over. I don't know, but it has been a bit. I have not 
had to go to a kid's movie, luckily. But we did just watch Cinderella on Sunday because my daughter's all about Cinderella. Okay, I'm with you. I, uh, luckily, my five-year-old is not really into movies yet, so I haven't had to go do that whole deal. But I was just thinking about the last movie that my wife and I saw in the movie theater, and I'm pretty sure that it was Toy Story 4 back in... 2019. I'm pretty okay. sure that's the last time I set foot into a movie theater, which is unbelievably sad and depressing. Isn't it? Um, yeah. I gotta get we were we were gonna go see Top Gun last year and then something came up and we weren't able to go. And uh, yeah, I miss movies, especially like the the ones that have like the like the big nice comfortable chairs that you could recline and you could like order something like the, the Oh yeah, it's like a whole thing. You can do dinner. I don't I wouldn't know. I haven't been, but we'll see. I, I'm going on Friday. So there we so there we go. Blast. Have a blast. I'm, you know, my guy, Tom Cruise, still cranking away. That's awesome. Good for him. But Michelle, this is great. I'm so glad that you're able to join us. What's the best way for people to connect with you, follow some of the stuff that you're working on? I know you're active on LinkedIn, but is that is that kind of the best place to find you? Yeah, LinkedIn, Michelle koenig Vu. I would love to, to, re- to have you reach out. I love talking about sales, getting to know how your sales process are, culture, all of that. We'd love to, to hear from you. Cool. Well, thanks. Thanks for joining me. This is great, especially taking time out of your busy schedule right before you're on leave with your family. So I really appreciate it. And for everybody else, thanks for joining. We'll be live next week with another episode of Fireside Friday. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of Revenue Jam. If you want more practical tips and sales leadership advice, join us for our monthly live sessions. You can join in the conversation with Todd, Sam, Jen, and Matt every single month by going to lp.salesassembly.com live. And if you're looking for a solution to upskill your entire go-to-market team, check out salesassembly.com tour to see an ungated interactive demo. We look forward to seeing you in the next episode.